0: Backhand listeners, this is a public service announcement. Midway through this open-closed-open, we paused to record a podcast. We felt we'd done well. We went to bed, job done, pausing on the uneventful tennis we'd just witnessed. However, we then went to sleep. We then woke up to a world that had changed. Tennis fans, the world is now a different place. So tennis fans, on this Joker default day, we will address that very issue later in this podcast. But first, let us take you back to a time of innocence when Djokovic was still in the 2020 Open Closed Open. You cannot be serious! Serious! No! Serious! No! Serious!
1: You cannot be serious. serious! 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 You must wonder what you have to do against this guy. Yeah, I'm more in the mood for a beer right now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Hello,
0: listeners, and welcome to The Backhanders. Here we bring you all the ins and the outs from the great game... The Great Game of Tennis. We cover each tennis slam and we're unafraid to slam tennis. My name is Lightning and with me, a man who we hope will one day be old enough to introduce himself. Cutters, how you going little fella?
2: Lightning, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm hanging in there. All oh, right. Yeah, I'd love to say that I was more enthusiastic, but I've witnessed the first week of this groundbreaking open, closed, open, as we've described it. And I'm a little underwhelmed, Lightning. Underwhelmed. We were promised tennis, and they have delivered on tennis, but it has been tennis and tennis alone. There has been no extras. There's been no little kind of uh, garnish. There's been no herbs and spices. There's been. No condiments, Caddis. No, there has been balls leaving rackets back and forth, points scored. Winners and losers. But, you know, there's been no atmosphere. There's been... There's just been not a lot... I'm flat, Lightning. You can probably pick from my tone. It, it's It's been Kira Knightley. It's just... <laughs> good enough? I mean, I, you know, I'm starting to think they should rename it the Matchbox 20 Open. It's concerning me, Lightning.
0: <laughs> but, Catters, they've, they've delivered on their brief. They promised us tennis. And tennis we got. I mean... Surely Cadiz, yes, that's that's enough, is it not?
2: I wanted action and drama lightning. I mean, I'd been sitting in isolation for seven months just marinating in my own juices. And <laughs> and I think the listeners at this point can agree that the fact that it's not a visual medium is is a good thing for all involved. And and I've just been waiting, salivating at the prospect of tennis. And what I got was Hmm. A frozen turd of a first week. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, Lightning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what's missing, Lightning. It's just
0: something's off. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that you don't have a heart, cutters. I mean, <laughs> cutters, the Tin Man, we've been longing for this. We've been in quarantine for months. Bloody hell, I'm in lockdown here in Melbourne, and we're seeing other humans do things in front of our eyes. I mean, this is... Something to be excited about, Kat, is were you not amazed by these giant plasma screens players are playing in no, front
2: of? No, no, that doesn't bother me at all. I mean, I've been to a U2 concert. Oh. I had my secular music phase out of the Christian bubble. I dabbled in that lightning and I was wowed by large screens. You're going to have to do better than that, Tennis.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You're going to
2: have to wake up a little earlier in the morning to beat Bono, as nobody has ever said, ever. Ever. <laughs> But I'm saying it now, Lightning.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You drive a hard bargain. But, Kat, for, for me and for you, and we've been advocating for this for years, a US Open with no Americans there. No Americans in the stands. I mean, this is the US Open we've always dreamed of.
2: Yeah. No, I, I look, and fair play, the obnoxious Americans have annoyed me over the time. And a shout out to our listeners across the United States. But- I've been watching some Trump rallies over the last few months, and I have to say, I'm really starting to warm to it. So, I was missing that kind of fiery enthusiasm, both metaphorically and literally, if you check Portland, the last three months. In fact, that's probably what I'm missing, lightning. I We talk about it's the new normal. We need to be able to pivot. I want to see the US Open move to the streets of Portland. I want to see players dodging Molotov cocktails. I want to see... Sasha's Vera of Teargast. <laughs> that applies for all four Grand Slams, but particularly at the moment, I feel it's topical.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm starting to see this kind of street tennis that you and Toglu could probably do some brainstorming about in the future, cutters. <laughs> surely you're impressed by the increased access we now get because of this bubble to some of the players, not only on the court, but off the court. I mean, I've seen more topless tennis players, Kat, in the last 24 hours than I did the last 24 hours before that, but the (laughs) last 24 hours before that.
2: Lightning, if I want to see topless male tennis players, I'll reach for the external hard drive under my bed. But the reality is that... It's not that interesting. Look, I love the face mask idea. I love the fact that we're able to engage with players post-match without having the crowd. It feels a lot more intimate. And the masks have been a great touch. Like quite frankly, if I have to get close to the dental hygiene of the British players in high definition, it's not a pretty sight. So great addition there. But aside from that, it just, again, it just feels wrong.
0: Okay, okay. I I see where you're going. I can sense you're flat. You're not happy with the return of tennis. Could we take you through our first segment? Could we try and rev you up, dig around in the dog pile of the open and just surely find something to get you excited about?
2: Yeah, let's have a crack. I mean, I've got time. <laughs> let's face it. I've got time. If there's one thing I have, it's time. <laughs> So, yeah, why not? And and if the listeners hear the outro theme now, you can make up your own mind about how this went.
0: (laughs) Well, let's see, Cutters. And come on.
1: I've got nothing in my head. I'm just really excited and I want to hug the whole stadium. (laughs)
0: So, Catters, I'm begging you, we've got to try and scrape a podcast together here, buddy. Have you got anything, anything that's got you excited in this moment, pause?
2: Well, Lightning, there's one thing that I will cop to, and that is slight arousal at the demise of the French players, (laughs) this US Open closed Open. As you know, far be it from me, Lightning, to bring the French and their hygiene into question, but there has been an incident... That caught my eye, Lightning. It involves the bearded warrior, Benoit Père. Beautiful beard. I think we can Mm. all agree, both you and I appreciate good facial hair. And he has a a beautifully groomed beard. Mm. One that really shouts either, I'm a talented lumberjack or a cult leader. And (laughs) the proof has been in the pudding, Lightning, because... (laughs) Benoit Manson managed to rustle up 11 friends to play cards with a la 1855. Who plays cards in this day and age, Benoit? I mean, there's apps for that. You don't need to, you know, can you find a game where you're not... Physically touching each other. I know you. I know the Frenchies. They love to, you know, kiss each other uh, and they throwing cheese at each other, drinking <laughs> wine, eating fondue off each other's necks. I've seen European <laughs> films at a young age, Lightning, and they really left an impression upon me. But Benoit, pair to match his seventeen hundreds look, he's managed to coax a bunch of friends into play cards. Yes, Benoit. First of all, find a game that doesn't involve putting your grotty. Froggy fingers all <laughs> over a bunch of playing cards. And you might as well be playing Naked Twister, my friend, which I'm pretty sure he pitched in an early session.
0: <laughs> well, I'd be saying, in the bubble, go to the Naked Twister room that they've got set aside for <laughs> Exactly.
2: That. Try something, maybe charades, where you can just mm. act it out at a safe distance, mm. or probably as the French call it, la charade. <laughs> But, no, he's a belligerent little fella, isn't he? And I I just still can't get over the fact that you're in a bubble, you have all this technology, you have a flippin' karaoke room, you have an arcade parlour, and you've decided to spend your time playing cards. What is that? Before you go out and draw pistols at dawn? I mean... (laughs) Someone needs to introduce this guy to technology.
0: (laughs) Let me hold you up, Cutters, and backtrack back and actually fill the listeners in on what the hell you're talking about. Okay, sorry, sorry. What I'd like to do is just offer listeners the very first piece of information which helps unlock the whole rant you've just taken us on, Cutters, and that is explaining clearly that Benoit Paire tested positive to the coronavirus. First and foremost, big piece of news, day one of the Open, not a shred of tennis has been played and inside the impenetrable bubble a player has contracted the virus when benoît père smuggled the coronavirus into the bubble inside his beard i mean this is a man who's been growing facial hair since he was a child and it <laughs> didn't help he could not use the natural face mask to prevent him from contracting the virus <laughs> and Kat is, uh, we were shocked to hear we were shocked to hear that the bubble on day one was popped that this impenetrable bubble allowed a coronavirus in. I mean, if the bubble can't protect the players, why do we even have a bubble cutters? The problem is Benoit Paire
2: carries the virus into the bubble and this then creates a bubble within a bubble situation. And that's the real problem Mm. is that, I mean, I'm sure you'll see it in a Christopher Nolan film in three years that you won't understand either. (laughs) But there's this level of inception that's really starting Mm. to freak me out. So he goes in, brings the infection, decides to hang out with all of his French friends and boom.
0: What does that mean for all the French players?
2: I'm genuinely asking. I haven't followed this open very closely.
0: <laughs> so, uh, right, right. Insert host duties. Well, Catters, what that means is the famous Pair eleven is formed, mm. that these players, because they'd been in close contact with a Frenchman, I mean, that was bad enough, yeah. but an infected Frenchman is a whole other layer of devastation. So all of these 11 players, because of their close proximity to Benoit Pair, had to remain fully quarantined while still playing in the open. So the open bends their regulations to allow them to play, but essentially had to smuggle them out of their rooms, allow them to play tennis and then smuggle them straight back into hotel quarantine kind of scenarios to enable the the open basically to continue. I mean, extraordinary. It really
2: is extraordinary. extraordinary. I mean, but just back to the, your original point, I was feeling flat, but a French bubble within a bubble I can get on board with. That, that excites me. I've been <laughs> pitching that for a long time. So where does that leave us? It's a good question. I don't know. But it leaves a lot of angry French people. And if there's one thing that the French deal with well, it's adversity. And that's what I love about the French. They are resilient. There is a stiff upper lip. There's a, I want to cut sick, but instead I will fill my mouth with a baguette and just get on with life. And I got to say, these baguette munches have really taken it on the chin.
0: Are you talking about Pear's beard? Because that's the only thing they're taking on the chin cutters. Because their socials have just been alight with rage and anger at the fact that they've been made to be allowed to continue to play tennis. And despite having signed up for these rules and nothing is actually different to how they would have expected it to happen had they been in contact with someone with corona, they're they're pissed off. They are pissed off, Gattis.
2: And would you suggest, Lightning, that hearing each of these 11 French players coming out and complaining Mm. would almost give you a sense of déjà vu? The reason I know that, Lightning, is I've actually started learning French. I've been so... Stimulated by the fact that this this drama is going on in the bubble, that I've I've started learning French and it's really paying off because I just want to. I've started with the swear words, which has been I can say a very good use of time, because these players have had enough. And fortunately, you know the uh, no no no, there's no positive.
0: And I love that. On the cusp of positivity, Catters, you've brought yourself back from the edge, and I appreciate (laughs) that.
2: I'll give you the racket, and we'll see how many many times you can return yourself. You're a
0: professional
2: tennis player. I'm not.
1: Okay.
0: Catters, it's Fed Up and Poo Down, a segment which is made so much easier when there's actually tennis happening. We look at the up-and-coming players, the players that are showing promise who may yet be the next Fed and, of course, we also look at those whose trajectory is, whilst lumped with potential, is actually beginning to slide down the back of the basin toward the water below, following in the the scud marks of Mark the Pooh Philipusus, in our Fed Up and Poo Down segment. Catters, who is your Fed Up?
2: Well, Lightning... Generally, with the fed up and the poo down, we like to look at individuals. Mm -hmm. But this tournament, I'm feeling, well, as we saw with the French, there's more of a vibe around the nations huddling together, doing things in unity. So, with that in mind, I'm really excited. My fed up is the nation of Russia. Oh, right. I've been a big fan of Russia for a long time, Lightning. I feel that they've copped a bad rap in the press Mm. and... We're really seeing the friendship between Russia and the United States come closer than it ever has before. And that really gets me excited. And I think we can see that on the tennis court lightning. Mm -hmm. The likes of Andrei Rublev and Daniel Medvedev are showing that they're comfortable in Flushing Meadows, that Mm -hmm. a Russian Mm -hmm. can come over and feel at home on American soil. And that's got me excited. These guys are just smashing their way through the opening rounds. I'm not sure if it has anything to do with the sudden illness that has come across all of their opponents 24 hours before who we haven't heard of since but they're sweeping through with a, a brutal efficiency and which reminds me of something i can't quite put my finger on it but so i say russia fed up to you and my poo down lightning it's the nation of Great Britain, and oh, right. it's a nation that both you and I hold very dearly close to our hearts. Oh, we, absolutely. you know, we respect the Queen as our monarch, and mm. we, as a nation of Australia, have given them the gift of Peter Andre in return. And I think that since then there has been a a great unique relationship formed between our two nations of the Commonwealth. But mm. I have to say, Lightning, they started well and finished. Pretty poorly this week, because after round one, they had four men through to the second round, four mm -hmm. British men, for the first time since 1976. That is a phenomenal Mm -hmm. stat, which underlines how much they are a nation of losers. But if we look at the silver lining there, it showed, okay, they're turning over a new leaf. Are we teaching an old dog new tricks? Are English people learning to win? No, they're not. Round two, all four dump out. And it would have been a somber night for Team GB after the second round lightning. And uh, they have no one left. Mm. The women have also crapped the bed. And it just hasn't been a good period of time for the Brits.
0: Well said, Cutters. Lightning,
2: what about your fed up and poo down?
0: For me, Cutters, on the other side of the ledger, whilst it really hurt inside to see the United Kingdom not so united in the skill of winning. Mm. I've had many sleepless nights to that end. Um, <laughs> you know, feeling as though the very Commonwealth of which we're a part has been fractured because of their fragilities. But we have countered that with the joys of the Aussie up and comers.
2: Mm. And I think they, as a nation, will take great heart from what you're saying as well.
0: Oh, no doubt. As a part of the Commonwealth, they will no doubt be rooting for the Australians. I mean, it's the obvious next step now that they've got no one within coo left in the open. They will be right behind these Aussie battlers. And uh, no doubt wanting to kind of chain a ball and chain around their their ankles <laughs> and call them convicts as they do, but, you know, in a loving kind of jovial kind of way.
2: Always good-hearted. Always good-hearted.
0: Always <laughs> <He's> good-hearted. <laughs> Cop a few years of... Penal settlement. Yeah, but, you know, pat on the back as you do. It's how we roll cutters. But these Aussie battlers have just been a wonder. No Barty, no Curios, no need cutters. We don't need those big flashy types when you've got guys. No Tomic. No Tomic. I mean, how did I not have him in the Holy Trinity? Who needs them when you've got Jordan Thompson? Now, this mm. young Aussie battler with one hell of a mo, is making inroads at the Open and putting the Poms to shame. So he has made it through the fourth round in an Open for the first time in his career, which is absolutely fantastic. And he's played tremendously. He's done exceptionally well. And Alex Demenure, the up-and-coming Aussie, is also in the, the fourth round, which is fantastic. But Thompson was the more celebrated, having made the grounds that he's made. And he's, quote, he came out during the week and said, this is a huge payday for him. And he actually said that, he hadn't checked how much to see it was that he'd earned. He, he'd never made it that far. So his line that he ended up saying was, I assume it's a good chunk and probably the most I've ever earned. So couldn't be happier about that. So Jordan, good on you.
2: I love that he's just playing for the pure joy of tennis and it seems completely <laughs> unaware that you get remunerated for progressing throughout the tournament. He must be so- looking around going, I, I really wondered how the Joker managed to afford that trendy leather jacket that he's been rocking around the bubble in. (laughs) I asked him where he got it, and one of his six butlers removed me from the premises. Uh, And and now I I too can afford to be an obnoxious twat. Tennis is awesome.
0: (laughs) Unfortunately, once he tweeted that he had no idea how much he gets paid in the fourth round, the very next day... The US Open uh, put a following tweet saying, Jordan Thompson, congratulations on earning $250 uh, in the fourth <laughs> round of the US Open. So
2: um, He'd be stoked with that. There's no problem. I think he's doing it for the right reasons and he's flying the flag yeah. in the midst of The Year of the Broken Woodies. And I think that makes it all the more impressive.
0: Exactly. And with $250, he might be able to buy a flag to fly for Australia. (laughs) In the very least,
2: he can afford... And I've heard that Buster Gut in the bubble has been doing unofficial tattoos. And in the very least, he can afford to get the faces of Todd Woodbridge on his left butt cheek... Mark Woodford on the right butt cheek, and just when he wins his fourth round match, lower the DAX and just smush him together. And nothing says, guys, pick up the phone like a bare naked sweaty ass rubbing back and forth.
0: Exactly. And then letting out a great <laughs> fart as like a peace pipe offering through the cheeks. Like I think it would just bring us all together as a nation. Yes,
2: a fart that will resonate through the hearts and minds of Australians alike. I think that's, that's really a charming mental image.
0: Kat, <laughs> as I must say, I was also particularly impressed with... It's for, it's for tenor, it's for, <laughs> with a player on the tennis circuit. I, I was also <laughs>
2: particularly impressed with your ability to try and keep talking whilst having a mini-stroke.
0: I'll go straight to the second name, Perinkova, the Bulgarian superstar who is shredding up this Open. Just a shout-out, Katz. She, three years ago, pulled out of tennis to have a bub to bring life into the world Mm. and uh, wasn't assumed she'd make it back but started this year, decided she'd mount a comeback. So in March, came out and to the joys of the tennis world, announced to all that she was coming out of retirement and the next day, the tennis circuit was shut down due to coronavirus. So, <laughs> uh, talk about a backfire! <laughs> one of the more ill-timed comebacks. So, first uh, tournament in three years, and she's shredding it up. Took out Mugarutha, the tenth seed. Took out Vekic, the eighteenth seed. So, first tournament in three years, cutters having come back as a mum having had all that time off and letting the body do what it needs to do to get back and sorted an incredible effort three years on
2: i mean it's it's good (laughs) i i don't think i'd put it as a fed up on a good news day I, i i think again i must qualify this i have not given birth to a child i don't intend on giving birth to a child i i just constantly when i hear that term post-childbirth comeback. I think of the time in my teenage years when I stubbed my toe badly, very badly, yet still made the table tennis squad the following week at my local high school. And nobody writes that in my Wikipedia entry. Nobody has agreed to have that tattooed in Latin on their chest in spite of many, many offers. Stubbed thy infurious... Invictus, which I pitched as our table tennis motto for that year's campaign. Lightning, who is your poo down?
0: Katas for me, it has to be none other than Kristina Medenovich. She was the 30th seed. She was looking good. She was leading against a Russian ranked 102 in the world and 6-1 up. First set in the bag, soldiers on. Next set, 5 1, steps up to the line to serve. No doubt her mind's halfway to the showers. And then she absolutely capitulated and lost the match. Serving for the match, 6 1, 5 1, and then she's out the door. It's one of the, the collapses of the ages, Cutters. Mm. I mean, we've seen empires collapse. So I'd rate this right up there.
2: <laughs> yeah, let's not hold back. Should, should we be surprised, though, Lightning, when we see someone choking severely against a Russian opponent at the critical moment? <laughs> <laughs> I think you only have to open the newspapers these days to see that that's a possibility. Secondly, she's been rocking the naked twister with Benoit Paire. She is adamant that she doesn't have COVID. But a choke, a choke of that proportion would have been sending shockwaves through hospitals across the world.
0: Oh, I couldn't agree more, Cutters. And when quizzed about it, she said, I just collapsed. I had nothing left in the tank. And to be honest, I would say after a performance like that, you don't want to use a sentence with the word tank in it. Yes. <laughs> so for me, you know, not as a tennis player. Yeah. who probably has likely connections with a Russian betting syndicate. Like, I just would not be using the T word for mine.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It just, to me, reeks of a person who doesn't want to be there, does not want to be there. And I think that was confirmed after the match when she was uh, quite vocal about the conditions she'd been playing under. Is that so?
0: Absolutely. I think her line was, uh, through her socials, we are prisoners! You know, uh, and then I think it was, do you hear the people sing? (laughs) And on they went.
2: Lightning, we could not go any further without including my new element of the Fed Up Poo Down, which is the special segment within a segment in honour of the bubble within the bubble. Yes. (laughs) Such a shame. Mm. Named after our friend, Sasha Zverev, who is disappointingly performing okay at this Open. I'm taking no joy from that, but we will make amends by this time next week without a doubt, Lightning. And may God have mercy on his shirtless soul. So, Lightning, my Sasha shame goes to his fellow Next Gen star, which is none other than Itsy Sitsy, Stefanos Sitsapas. Yes, he has just... I mean, if we talk about Medenovic as being a choke, this is... A monster choke, an uber choke, the choke wow. of chokes, absolutely shanked an unbelievable chance to progress to the next round by losing to bernard He was in the driver's seat. He was rounding the bend on the last lap in the car, in the car. It's not a horse. It's a car. Just for those listeners wanting to visualize this, he's sitting in a car and all four wheels fell off. The engine exploded. <laughs> And a giant pigeon shat on him and he drowned in a flying turd. That's what happened because he managed to be 40 love up to serve out the match in the fourth set and sprayed the ball around like a... Carolina Wozniaki circa her entire career and managed to lose the fourth set from the most unlosable position. Gets to the fifth set, gets up a break, has more match points, shanks it, puts the
0: wheels back on the car, putters down the road again, (laughs) Yes, cleans off the turd, he's going okay again. (laughs) Cleans off
2: the turd, gaffer tapes the engine back onto the car, keeps going and then actually hits a pane of glass that no one saw two builders having left right near the checkered flag.
0: He just drove through the end of the bubble, I think. <laughs> okay.
2: We, we didn't know the facial scarring that could be the result of hitting the bubble within the bubble. But the guy looks like he has emotionally gone 10 rounds with Mike Tyson because he tweeted this shortly after. This is probably the funniest and saddest thing at the same time that has ever happened in my career.
0: And for a man who was the fourth seed and probably tipped to be the person who would take out Djokovic and in the fourth set to be 5-1 up and serving at 40-love and lose the match, I mean, he pulled out his tweet minutes after his game – my favorite tweet was team's tweet only moments after that which was this is a choke this is a serious choke <laughs> lightning we've banged on
2: long enough about itsy sitsy and you know i love him but the other thing that caught my eye with sitsy was that he was asked in his press conference after his first round victory about the towel situation mm-hmm. and itsy sitsy he is a deep thinker he is a greek philosopher Hmm. he shared some very deep insights on how the towel strategy has been affected by the fact that the ball kids can't hand you a towel and it just led me to produce an unsolicited segment which i haven't run by you but trust me it's a ball (laughs) breaker called towel talk
1: Uh, i use my towel a lot when i play Yeah, for me it has a huge importance. The towel Uh, I I use it uh, very often. It gives me time to think. It gives me time to refresh myself. And I have a, I have sort of like a history with the towel. Uh, I used to have a towel when I was three, four years old, and I I I would always carry it around. And the towel resembles uh, something special in my life. It does provide us some sort of uh, comfort, and uh, it's not very comfortable playing all sweaty and having a sweat drip from your face and get to your eyes, drip from your face and get to your eyes. It's not always easy to keep your uh, to keep your cool, but at the same time you have to have that human side where you where you have gotta be more uh, intimate, 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 drip from your face and I have, a, I have sort of like a history with a towel.
0: Gaddis, brilliant segment, a brilliant segment for last night's podcast recording. I feel like I remember a time when a tennis player's towel was the leading tennis story of the day, <laughs> but Gaddis, the world has changed. For those who have not yet heard, the Joker is out, and not out partying topless mid-pandemic, not out of ways to fail to take responsibility for his actions, but out of the 2020 Open Closed Open, after we have heard, in the words of Homer Simpson, the two sweetest words in the English language, default, Djokovic (laughs) defaulted from the 2020 Open. Catters, what do you make of that?
2: It's just... Utterly, utterly incredible. You're totally right, Lightning. The world has changed. I mean, we went to bed thinking that the intricacies of handling a towel would be the legacy of this tournament. And instead, we wake up and the Joker has assaulted. Let's not sugarcoat this. He's assaulted a colleague on the court. And I can tell you now, Lightning, if they had heeded my advice and it was Samuel L. Jackson in that position, it might have been a different result. Put it that way. (laughs) But I cannot explain it. I think it was a complete and utter brain fade. And part of me feels sorry for the guy. The other part of me is reminded that Karma is a bitch. And he deserved every moment of those 12 minutes sweating it out in the middle of the court. Waiting for the foregone conclusion that his bags were packed. But just brilliant scenes, lightning. Incredible scenes. I haven't been hit in the ball. I haven't been hit in the balls with a throat. (laughs) Nor have I been hit in the throat with a ball recently. And I don't know how it feels, but she went down like a sack of potatoes. And she looked in pretty good form, but she took it lying down. And um, after what sounded like my dog clearing a hairball, um, it was... It was frightening scenes, but she had a resilience in her eyes when she rose to her feet. And it was either the fact that she wanted to continue on, or she could just smell the $50 million lawsuit in the air. So I feel a little bit sorry for the Joker. I heard that he fled the arena without taking on the press conference. Um, He did. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's really good for tennis. I just think, you know, again you got to break a few eggs to make an omelette. So if that involves crushing someone's windpipe on live television, then uh, the only thing to his defense, and look, I'm not one to defend the man. Uh, I know I've been critical of him in the past. And again, those flaming dog turds that have been uh, FedExed from Serbia are a great reminder of that fact. We do know that they set some targets up around the arena for the players to hit balls in celebration post-match. Yes. And I can only assume that the Joker thought that perhaps he could contribute to charity by planting one on her face. And so it was with good intention. Think of the children, Lightning. Think of the children.
0: (laughs) Well, for those who haven't seen the footage yet, you clearly... Don't have access to working internet, and we're apologetic for that fact. What we are talking about, fans, is Djokovic at the end of a first set. He was struggling through. He has his serve broken late in the first set, turns around and in anger swats the ball firmly. And just like a missile (laughs) fixed on its target, it just beard this lion's person's neck it was just it, it was astounding cutters and it was a
2: thing of beauty it was call it for what it is <laughs> it was a thing of beauty and and sorry just to add here how unlucky is she because if it was Zverev, Shapovalov, Kyrgios none of those players could actually hit a target that, <laughs> that, that small well
0: They are going to create a competition, perhaps the only legitimate competition left now at the US Open, for people to try and do that a second time, (laughs) to all line up in the same spot and just pot shot at that same lines person, guaranteeing it will not happen again. I mean, it was just astounding. I mean, Kat, we went to bed last night, having recorded the episode, listeners, that you've all just heard, lamenting the uneventful... Week of tennis, we just sat through in agony, and then we wake up and the tennis gods have delivered. Cutters,
2: it's incredible. I mean, the reality is that when we went to bed, the biggest choke in the tennis world we were discussing (laughs) was Sitsipas. and he's the real winner here because he doesn't even make the top three now. Madenovich, that's not a choke. (laughs) Watch me crush an innocent bystander's windpipe, I'll show you choking.
0: (laughs) Watch me put a choke hold on a lines person with a ball.
2: Yeah, it's his great new wrestling move.
0: Exactly.
2: The beauty is it takes care of his UTS nickname for next year. I mean, the choker.
1: (laughs) Basically sounds
2: like his nickname spoken through a speech impediment, and I think it's a good result.
0: (laughs) And I believe for the UTS, they're actually going to get that lines person back to commentate but they're actually going to use one of those voice boxes that oh, Stephen no. Hawking's had. No. Uh...
2: Karma is a bitch. How is that race to 20 working out for you now? <laughs> boom, shakalaka, boom, shakalaka, boom. Oh,
0: I'm going to hell for this lightning. <laughs> well, say hi to the Joker for us whilst you're there,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> But here we are going to bed, cutters, and we are just throwing up Hail Marys to the tennis gods. You know, we're just throwing up Shapovalov's hip-hop albums and working limbs of Del Potro and, you know, <laughs> whatever we could find just to, to sacrifice. There were none left. There were none left. <laughs> none left. Right. And yet the gods still delivered. I mean, this is a tournament that had, there was no Greek gods. Pass wasn't there. Saint Nick, the deity that he is. Raonic, who many Italian fans are calling the fatted calf. You know, uh, <laughs> Federer, the demigod, wasn't there. There was no tennis gods left in the pantheon of tennis gods, and yet somehow they've just served on a platter cutters, a platter that the lines person won't be partaking in, but a platter nonetheless <laughs> that has just given us some of the most incredible material to work with.
2: It's truly something worth celebrating because now that we look forward to our predictions lightning mm. and where we're at with all of that, First of all, it's a brilliant distraction for the fact that all of mine are bombing out left, right, and center. So, unfortunately, we don't have time to do a full post-mortem on that. But the brilliant thing now is that think of how wide open this tournament is now. The post-Joker chokehold world that we live in (laughs) means that it's up for grabs. It's going to be on for young and old because off the top of my head, none of these chumps have ever won... The smallest piece of silverware combined in their careers, have they?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. The spoon that Zvarev nabbed from the minibar is the closest he's got to any.
2: Or the silver platinum record for Night Train that Shapovalov got from from a reluctant manager buying 50,000 copies on (laughs) pre-order.
0: And Margaret Court is cursing herself that she entered in the female half of the draw. Because she would... (laughs)
2: I've always said someone who speaks out publicly like that has a big set of kahunas and she could have even put them to good use for once.
0: Cat as you mentioned predictions which when we recorded last night we went into in great detail and really put the microscope on how badly you're doing in the prediction segment. So I want to just go back to that. Thank you. No, I don't. I just want to throw it all out <laughs> because Kat, we're in a new world, we're in a new place. And we actually, it, it kind of feels like we should just redraw the open. Now that Joker's gone, we should just throw all the players in a hat and just just pluck them out. Let's save a, a week of tennis. So I don't think we need to go through the specifics of predictions Katis, particularly on the men's side, I mean, in the women's, both you and I predicted a Saka, so of course both of us are still in line for that, she moves through to the final eight. Katis, you also had Sakari in your predictions, she's looking good, she's looking good.
2: Yeah, she was, she was my dark horse, and dark horse in that she wasn't a finalist from the previous year, unlike your men's dark horse. <laughs> Daniel Medvedev, which is, seriously, could not be any less dark. He's a translucent horse. He's leading the field by three body lengths. I'm still disgusted by that. I know. Surprisingly, he made it to the second week. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he's probably going to take the thing home now. You've hedged your bets very well there, Lightning.
0: Yeah, yeah. I chose a dark horse that was a Pegasus. So he was three lengths <laughs> ahead with wings and... Uh, I mean, my definition of Dark Horse for this tournament was anyone who was not the Joker. So, <laughs> in that sense, he qualified. So True. So, no,
2: Maria Sakari was mine, and she's going about her business very well. However, she faces Serena Williams today, uh, which- yes. Will probably also result in a cataclysmic event that requires us to re-edit this podcast yet again. <laughs> so I look forward to Maria Sakari in the second set spontaneously combusting.
0: <laughs> well, Cutters, we need to bring this thing home. We need to encourage you as listeners to listen, share, review our podcast. I just want to offer to a reminder for those inquiring about the lines person. We believe she is okay, that she's fine. I believe she's having a voice transplant and they're going to find Samuel L. Jackson and get him to donate uh, his. So uh, that's great news for all tennis fans and Lions person fans out there. So
2: It's a uh, creative version of blackface that I just want to go on record for saying I don't approve.
0: <laughs> I know, and I, I black voices matter cutters and I'm all for you know, that movement. <laughs> Uh, it's true but please listeners I would really encourage you if you've been enjoying the backhanders I, I-, I want to encourage you to tell your friends but also write a review it really helps get the word out there I just want to read out a review that we found pop up on our feed recently and it says uh, this is probably the saddest and funniest thing at the same time that has ever happened in my career so thank you to Site Sight Sight Past c- t- 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 something. I can't read that one but uh, thank you friends out there so Uh, Make sure, backhander friends, you jump on Instagram, find us at The Backhanders, or on Facebook. And until then, friends, if you have played cards or Naked Twister with an infected Frenchman, please, please be quiet, please.